0: Hey, hey, welcome to the sweat and reflect podcast where we'll break down how life is happening for you and not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30 something teacher and health coach who is committed to helping you realize your potential and crush your goals. We'll laugh together, cry together and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing we call life? Okay, then let's go. Hey, friend, welcome back. As always, I hope you are doing well and I am so grateful that you are here. Today's topic is, I would say, a little bit more sensitive. Um, we are definitely taking a step back in the sense of going back towards my grief journey, which, as I say it, that doesn't really make sense because you are never going backwards in your grief journey. You are always Moving forward, right? And you are taking your experiences and your situation with you. So I have to correct myself there and say that I'm going to share with you where I am on my grief journey right now. It's been a little while since I feel like I've really shared um, what's been going on. And that's partially because I've been in a good place. I obviously think about Tim daily, I carry him with me daily. But in terms of sitting in my feelings and really feeling the sorrow and the sadness and the pain, I haven't done that a whole lot, um, not even on Christmas or New Year's. And I know that on the one hand, it is because my journey has been a long time coming, and I've been doing a lot of work. And it doesn't mean that I didn't think about him on the holidays. It didn't mean that I didn't wish he was there in some capacity, um, but just the the way that I viewed the day was very different than I had viewed it last year um, in twenty twenty, and even the year before that in twenty nineteen um, pre his death. So you know, there's definitely this this evolution, but my like thoughts are all over the place because there's so many different ways that, or there's so many different things I want to say to you that I think might be really helpful and impactful, especially for those of you who are on a grief journey. And let me just say that your grief journey does not need to actually involve a death, right? It could be that you are realizing you've lost your voice. You have lost yourself in your family. You've lost yourself in your career, you have ended a friendship, you have ended a relationship, you've lost a job, right? Or you've had to move out of your home where you created memories, um, you know, of various, over various moments. Um, And so this idea of grief, it unifies all of us, right? We all have Moments of pain, of suffering. Some last longer, some cut a little deeper, but they all, we all experience it. And so today, I wanted you to first know that your grief is justified. However, you are feeling right now is okay. If you have been just trying to get through the day, Friend, I, I totally understand. If you are just starting to identify the real cause of your grief, I'm so proud of you for, for taking that step, for trying to put a face to the name. Um, if you have just maybe been like me and you feel like you've been doing really well, you've been making strides, you haven't been feeling that intense pain on a day-to-day basis, and now all of a sudden it's starting to come back and come back in droves, that is okay. I made a post about this, that grief is not linear, right? There is no clear line. There is no clear trajectory. It is ever flowing, ever evolving. And we have to be okay with that, right? We can't try and fit our grief into a box. One, because It's never going to fit in a box. And two, that's not fair to you, right? It's not something that you should just be tucking away based on what feels good for you or feels good for other people. Sometimes you just have to let it out. And so I'm just going to share a little bit about where I am right now. So for those of you who have listened since the beginning, you know that in May of 2020, my husband, Tim, died. And from May to August, it was just a matter of go, 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 go. My parents were like, you need to move home. Let's ease some of this financial burden, but also like you need a support system right now. And so you know, June through the beginning of August, I was packing up our house by myself predominantly. And I was honestly just like putting things in boxes. I purged some things, I sold some things, but overall it was like anything that Tim had ever given me touched anything from our wedding. I I just, I saved it all. You know, it was was still too raw to, to like fully process what I was going to do with with these belongings. You know, I did get rid of the majority of his clothes um, because I knew that hanging on to that wouldn't benefit me personally on my journey. So I made sure I donated it to men in need um, at a local mission and, you know, kept, kept some things um, like his wedding suit and um, one of his favorite blazers. Like I, I kept some of those things, some of his favorite ties. But, you know, the majority of that stuff I... I decided to pay forward. So I haven't really given a whole lot of thought to our stuff because the majority of our stuff I put in a storage unit. My plan was to move home for like four months and move out and kind of start start a fresh, a fresh page. Well, it's about a year and a half later and I have not moved out, which is fine. This time at home has been Extremely helpful and beneficial to every facet of my life. But this is where this is what I really want to be sharing with you. I I made the financial decision um, over the past few weeks to eliminate my storage unit so I can really start to put money and and all of those goals towards moving out into like actual effect, right? Because not seeing my stuff knowing that I had the storage unit, it wasn't really a thought to move out. Like I've, I've been talking about moving out. It's definitely something I want to do. But now that I've like really eliminated my storage unit, I'm now surrounded by all of my things. And that is not good in terms of my space mentally or physically. So I'm like, okay, we have to like put pedal to the metal and let's make let's make some moves. But in cleaning out my storage unit, All of these feelings, all of these thoughts, all of this pain that I had on some level packed away and put in the storage unit has come up. I have had to remove all of our wedding gifts, most of which we never really got a chance to use just from being in our apartment and then moving into our house and, you know, life just got busy, so we didn't take a lot of it out of the boxes. Um the box that held the readings from our wedding and the unity candle that we lit. That was my parents' unity candle at their wedding. Our um, guest book that were giant letters because I wanted something different. I wanted something that we could be able to hang up and look at and remember our day daily. Um, But now I just have these giant letters, M and an ampersand and T that are signed by all of our loved ones who are at the wedding have my bouquet that I had dried and saved, all of our wedding cards, photos, you, like you name it. It's it's in the storage unit, and opening it, not not the storage unit itself, but opening these boxes, actually pulling them out and putting them in my car, and then transferring them into my home. It is unlocked a lot. It has unleashed a lot of emotions. And again, it's not to say that I haven't been thinking of Tim, but now once again, being confronted with these physical, tangible aspects of this life that we had started to create together, um, you know, when we got married, it's, it's a lot to process. And it's also bringing up a lot because Ryan, um, the incredible man that he is, has offered and helped me remove some things from my storage unit. And so in this in this moment I'm standing in my storage unit with my past and with my present and the possibility of I mean I have a future but you know th- this this new belief in a future where I'm not alone. And it's a lot. It is a lot to process. It is a lot to be standing there holding these two pieces of my heart and having to confront it and having to confront it with this new man in my life, one who I've shared about Tim and who knows about Tim and Allows me to talk about Tim and share about Tim and all of the things, but to physically be standing there with Ryan and in, and in the capacity with Tim was, was a lot. And so it started to bring up all these feelings of, is this moving on or moving forward? Cause it's not moving on. Is this moving forward? Okay. Is Tim okay with this? And inherently I know that he is like I I know based on just the man that he was and conversations that we had while we were together, you know, while he was alive and and even our conversation through the medium back in June of 2021. I know that he's he's okay with this. You know, I know he he has told me he would send me the man that I needed for this next chapter of my life um when I was ready. But to actually be standing in this, in this presence of Tim and our memories and our wedding stuff and, and physically there with Ryan, it's a lot. And I, and I share all this because, again, grief is not linear. It's not easy. You know, for the month of December when I met Ryan, we started our journey together. You know, Tim... Tim was there, Tim was present. But now that I am having to actively go through our stuff and balance this idea of like what what do I show Ryan? What do I tell him? You know, I, I don't want to hide things. I don't want to feel as though I I need to be silenced about my past with Tim, but what is too much for him, or what is what is maybe inappropriate to share. And so again, I'm, I'm now finding myself both physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually having to balance these two, these two realms of my life. And so, for those of you at home who are navigating grief, whether it is fresh, whether it has been a few months, a few years, embrace where you are. Acknowledge. That you are feeling this loss, acknowledge that you might feel torn between this past and the memories, and this present and the future thoughts you're starting to have. Right, no matter what you are grieving, you you still need to be able to lean into that possibility of a future. One, you deserve that future, and two, you've survived, right? You've survived up until this point. And so now it is time for you to not only survive, but thrive and to use that grief as a motivating factor to think about how can I honor where I was, where I am now and where I'm going. And it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot mentally, emotionally, physically, It's going to take a lot of self-reflection. And so on, on a lot of levels, you're going to have to dig deep into where you are and where you were and where you're going. And you're also going to just have to just allow yourself, allow yourself to be. I may have just said that, but you need to not judge yourself. You need to not judge what somebody else's reaction is or may be to how you are currently feeling. One, that does not serve you. And two, you don't get to judge yourself and no one gets to judge you on this journey. Because we all experience grief in various realms, we all experience grief on various levels. And no matter where you are in your grief journey, whether it's fresh or whether you've been in it for a while, It's always new, right? There's always a new layer to it. There's always something that you have to process and discover and focus on. So give yourself grace and know that the people who are okay with you sharing your story are the people that you deserve to have around you. You should never feel like you have to silence your story you shouldn't have to feel like you can't address where you've been, where you are and where you're going. And if it still feels like a lot, like if you are, you know, grieving again, the loss of someone specifically that, you know, like me and Tim or you and a friend talk to them. You know, one of the things that I did before I went to my storage unit was I, I finally took down Tim's memorial boards. They were sitting in my quote unquote living room, and I had left them because, you know, I I still want to see him. Um, And it just didn't feel like the right time. But as things have, you know, progressed with Ryan, I realized, you know, I can still have things of Tim. I can still have photos. I can still acknowledge him. But is it serving me? Is it serving where I want to go to have just this? overwhelming, constant reminder, right? Like I have his ashes with me. Um, I have things from our wedding out. I have photos. Like did I also need these two big memorial boards? And so as I was taking down the memorial boards, I talked to him. I mean, I, I talked to him all the time, but I sat in front of his pictures and I said, please know that I love you. Please know that me, Taking down these pictures and saving them in your box—I have a tin box—is um, not due to a lack of love or a lack of appreciation, or the fact that I'm trying to move on from you or trying to shove you away. It's that I feel like I'm in a place where I can start to really look forward, move forward in a different, on a different level, personally. And I just needed him to know that. I needed to say the words out loud and allow him to to really hear that I will always love him. I will always care about him. I will always carry him with me. But having dozens of pictures of him in my face daily isn't helping me right? It's, it's kind of pulling me back. And this is just for me, right? For some of you out there, you need those pictures. You need that constant reminder. And please, like, if that's what you need, do it. But just based on where I am right now, you know, knowing I have my tin box, knowing I can pull that out anytime I want, knowing that I have an album on my phone that is just pictures of him, you know, that gives me, that gives me comfort. That gives, still provides me with that outlet. But right now I'm, I'm focused on changing my physical space so that I can continue to move forward and, and continue to take him with me just in a different way now. And so honestly, I hope this episode is making sense. I'm very much just speaking to you as always from the heart, but I, I just wanted you to know that whatever you're going through right now, wherever you are, on this journey it is acceptable you are loved there's no right or wrong again it is not linear by any means but every day you have to ask yourself what is it that i need what is it that i want and what can i do right now in this moment that is going to honor what i need and what i want and if that's pulling the covers back over your head and kind of tuning the world out for an hour or a day, great. If that's packing up a few things from that loved one and putting them in a sacred space, great. If that is surrounding yourself with anything possible that you can hold on to from your loved one, do that. But my friend, you're... You are allowed to do whatever it is that you need to do in this time. Things are going to come up for you. Emotions, feelings, memories. And you can either use them to push you down or you can use them to propel you forward. And some days you're not going to be able to use it to propel you forward. Like I said, there's going to be days where you just want to pull the covers up over your head and you're going to leave it as is. But on the days where you can channel that grief and think about what's possible, what is to come, that is the most beautiful gift you can give yourself. You can give to to those you're grieving for. But you just have to be willing to acknowledge it. To open yourself up to it, and to know that you are never doing anything wrong. I know this is a lot, (laughs) um, especially for those of you who may not be actively in a state of grief right now. And I pray that that is something that continues to not impact you. Um, But I also know that again, I didn't mention this before, but. So many of us are grieving, you know, the lives that we used to had pre the pandemic, pre-pandemic. So allow yourself to grieve, allow yourself to remember, allow yourself to really reflect and see what lessons you've learned and how you're going to continue to move yourself forward. Also remember that I'm always here for you. I am a DM away and... I will actually be here for you in more tangible, accessible ways um, in the coming days, in the coming weeks. And I cannot wait to tell you all about this new program that I've put together for you, especially if you are actively in a state of grief. I've been working so hard on this and I cannot wait for us to continue to move forward on this journey. But again, my friend, Wherever you are right now, you are strong, you are capable, you are loved. And on the days where you don't feel those three things, know that I am sending you strength. I am sending you the ability to keep going. And I am sending you so much love. I'm sending you the biggest hug right now. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you love this episode, share it with your bestie or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for your support. I am so grateful to share this space with you. Talk to you soon.